This episode is sponsored by KAS Academics. Find private tutoring and online courses, including a free one that I did about mastering LinkedIn on kasacademics.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to the student space. In this episode I'm chatting with Jackson and we discuss his Bachelor of Radiography and Medical Imaging at Monash University. In this episode you'll learn all about his first year of his degree, what he is learning, what the assessments are like and his placement experience. Enjoy! I'd like to begin by respectfully acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulon Nation, who are the traditional custodians on this land on which this podcast is recorded on. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening to this podcast. Welcome, Jackson, to an episode of The Student Space. Start off by telling us who you are and what you wanted to be when you were younger. So my name's Jackson. I'm a first year Monash University Radiography and medical imaging student. And when I was younger, I'd always wanted to work in healthcare and probably wanted to be a doctor when I was younger. Oh, wow. Very cool. And so, okay, let's talk about your high school days. And so you're telling me that your first year uni this year, which meant you did last year in 2020 global pandemic year, your year 12. Was that right? Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's right. What was your high school experience like? So what kind of subjects did you do? I was going to ask about your social life, but we had a lockdown for most of it. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, so VCE subjects, typical math science subjects, there were uh, English, Chinese, methods, specialist, chemistry and biology. In terms of social life, I mean, that's sort of depleted uh, since, since the lockdown started. But um, prior to that, you know, I, I play sport. I played um, I was part of the volleyball team at school. And I, I discovered that competitive dodgeball was actually a sport that existed outside of school. So I got into that in my that sounds so fun. Um, in early high school, in early high school, I was part of the trampolining team, and that was like my extra kind of co-curricular sport outside of school. That's awesome. And okay, so in year twelve, did you always have your heart set on radiography and medical imaging? Was that something you always wanted to do? Absolutely not. I didn't even know what the heck it was. Um, <laughs> I only found out from a it was a family friend that like recommended this to me, and I think just like a lot of our listeners. Um, it's probably something that everyone is not sure even what it is. Yeah, so I did a bit of research about it. It sounded really interesting. And it was quite a short course too, and that was kind of attractive to me. So um, I looked into it further and, yeah, I decided that it was something that I wanted to pursue. Awesome. And you're so right. Like, I'd be honest, we'll cover this later. I don't even know what you study and what it is, but I'm sure you will explain it. And I want to know, how did you decide on this course when there were no open days and of course we were in lockdown like did you see careers counselors at schools I actually probably took an unusual pathway I just kind of looked into it myself so I figured out all the possible courses that were relating to healthcare um, you know things that I considered were like nursing pharmacy pharmaceutical science engineering biomed I considered all these different types of courses and then I read into them and what they entailed and the the careers that come out of it I don't know just something about the course that I picked just was super attractive to me. So I, I pursued that one. Yeah, why not? And so, okay, had you not gotten into this course at Monash, what was like your second or your third preference? <laughs> um, it was actually the same course, just at a different university. <laughs> yeah, so oh, same course. Yep, gotcha. And so tell me, why did you choose Monash for this course? Truthfully, the main reason was the fact that it's so close to where I live. 
thinking about where where you're going is actually really important in your decision making because the trips to uni can be quite excessive sometimes especially if you go super far away absolutely but also monash had a great reputation in um, the healthcare field and so yeah I, that's why the reputation of monash and the um yeah just the overall the trip to get there was short and i heard some good things about it as well yeah and for anyone listening it's definitely something to consider like don't stress about going you know all around melbourne or moving into state sometimes it's smarter to choose something closer to home and make it more accessible to you because it like really shapes your uni experience as well that's right and so okay before we talk about the course can you tell us what exactly is radiography and what is medical imaging because when i was in high school i didn't know what that was um, so medical imaging is somewhat intuitive. It's just um, imaging patients. So if you ever have some sort of accident, say like a car accident or, you know, you fall down some stairs or something like that, the first thing you do when you get to the hospital is just see your doctor and then your doctor will refer you to us, the radiographers or the sonographers, um, and we have to try and isolate the case and find what's wrong with you. Um, and then we do that through medical imaging. So that's things like your x-rays, your ultrasounds, your MRIs, your CT scans, all that sort of thing. And that's what we as radiographers will do uh, once I graduate. The radiography is kind of specifically relating to just x-rays. Medical imaging, I guess, is everything else. Okay, that makes sense. And so, all right, talk me through the subjects that you're completing in your first year. What do you learn in the first semester or the first year? Yeah, so uh, first semester we did a bit of physics, a bit of biology, and then the other unit was kind of like the professional practice unit. So the first semester was kind of to accommodate those who didn't do physics because I didn't do physics in year 12. And so you do a physics unit and a biology unit. So everyone's kind of on the same level. Yep. And then the professional practice is supposed to prepare you for your placements, which you do every semester. Wow. Okay. I've got so much to discuss here. Firstly, one of the followers um, on Instagram asked me that they're not studying physics in VCE and they're wondering how challenging was the first year physics unit? Like, do they assume that you have no knowledge or prior knowledge, I mean? Yes, they absolutely do. I took year 11 physics and I hated it, so I dropped it. But um, <laughs> I did end up doing specialists, with ha- which had elements of physics in it anyway. I'm not sure if the listeners are doing anything like that. But um, yeah, they don't assume anything. Yeah, they assume that you don't know anything and just they teach you from scratch. Okay, that's really good to know. And also, you mentioned that you have placement in the first, like, first semester. Is that right? Yeah, every semester we have one. Wow. Okay, we'll talk about placement a bit later. But going back to the subjects that you're learning, how do you get assessed? Like, are there exams? Are there quizzes? Yeah, so it's similar to high school. There's, um, because all of us online, right, at the moment. Yep. So yeah, we have exams, we have quizzes, and we have, um, like, assignments and things, just like high school does. Although I think it's just the assignments and the, uh, we also have lab reports too for physics. And yeah, just like high school, they're all kind of the similar sort of assessment task. Okay. Can you give me an example of like what your latest assignment you were working on was about? Currently I'm working on um, what's called an image critique. So we get an x-ray image yep. from you know a real, a real hospital and it's supposed to be one that's not perfect, like, you know, suboptimal. And we've got to like pick at it and, you know, figure out which bits um, could be improved if we were to do it, how do we change the approach? You know, which bits could we improve about the image? So that's wow. what we do for image critique. That's yeah. pretty cool because I guess that's what you'll be doing in real life in the job anyway. Cool. What about your contact hours? So, again, I understand like we're totally online and we're at home, so it can merge into like one. But how many hours do you think you'd spend a week at uni or doing uni stuff? Personally, I work full time. I don't actually turn up to the classes, but there are classes running every day. 
for about six hours at least, I think. Wow. So it's pretty full on if you take it seriously. <laughs> if you take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, if you take it seriously. Wow. Okay. So you're telling me that you work full-time and you're studying like a full-time load as well, right? Yeah. Okay. So how do you balance that? Are you just like studying or completing your assignments after work and things? Yeah. So um, I'm not one of those super go-getters about their course. Um, I just do it kind of casually. So go to work, after work, kind of review the important stuff and then you know, complete or start the assignments well before they do. So I have a little bit of time to kind of rework through them and um, fix up my mistakes. But yeah, it's, um yeah, I just kind of do it around work. There's no real pressure to try and have a full day of just studying in this course. Do you have to like go to any tutorials like face-to-face? Because of uh, the lockdowns, they've actually limited the number of on-campus classes. Only some courses in the healthcare field are actually allowed to be on, on campus. So we are allowed. Um, we have one class on Tuesdays and that's in the x-ray labs. So we're actually taking the x-rays that we're learning about on um, phantom patients or, or dummy patients. And then we're learning about how we can improve the image and what we're looking for, all that sort of thing. Okay, cool. And so what are your staff and teachers like? And so what kind of people are teaching you? Yeah, so they're actually, well, our physics one, our physics lecturer is actually a physics professor, as you could imagine. But um, the other lecturers are, are all radiographers themselves. So they're all people from the actual field. And they you know, take the time out of their work life to help us as students to, to learn and um, better understand the field and how to go about you know, preparing for placement and things like that. Okay, and that's good to know. What about like subjects that are outside of like radiography or medical imaging? So anything fun that you can pick outside like the health space? No, this course won't allow you to do any like electives because it's a specialist course. So just like medicine probably pharmacy nursing very similar as well yeah if you wanted to choose like electives and things you have to pick something like more broad like science Ah, uh, okay cool and talking about like subjects again what has been your like favorite subject to date and why yep and i know you've been just like first year but still well i've really liked the um the professional practice one the one where you get to have the experiences though you're actually on placement all the time because that was the unit that was allocated for the placement that we had so I really enjoyed that. I really great had a really great experience for that one. And what about the hardest or like your least favorite? That was also the hardest because I mean, with physics and biology, I've always found it's well, it's somewhat rote learning. You just memorize the information. That's it. With professional practice, you've got to actually evaluate images as though you're actually there. Um, so that's a lot harder. I think it's just my personal experience, but that's a lot harder than. Um, just say rote learning information from textbook. Yeah, totally. Okay. And so I've heard that this course can be like really stressful or like full on. Have you found this? I No, I haven't really found it all that stressful. I know there's a lot of students who do find it quite difficult, but uh, I guess if you just manage your time, it's not that bad. It's not really as bad as everyone that makes it out the same. So do you think there'd be a lot of workload? I wouldn't say it's more difficult than uh, year 12. Okay. There is a pretty substantial workload, but um, yeah, like I said, it's very similar to year 12, so it's not too bad. Okay. What about competition amongst the cohort? Do you think it can be competitive or do you find it more collaborative? It's 100% more collaborative. Year 12 is probably the only time you actually have competition with students because you're all trying to compete for, you know, an eight house score to get into university. But once you're in university, everyone's very collaborative because no one's, I, I guess maybe during the end of like the last year, it might be a bit competitive because you're all kind of competing for job opportunities. But during the course now, everyone's very collaborative. Everyone's very helpful. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. And I know that you're a maths brain. You did a lot of maths in high school, but 
how much maths is part of this degree and what if you weren't so strong at maths? What advice would you give for students? Well, I mean, I assume that the first thing I would tell them is to, to reach out for help. You know, contacting your teachers maybe out of hours or um, getting a tutor might be beneficial. In terms of the maths in the course, I don't think there's all that much. You do a fair bit of maths probably in the first semester learning about uh, the radiation dose and such and how that affects different parts of the body, um, which is quite interesting too. But yeah, the, the lecturer is there to help you and they'll help you out of hours if you need to. And you can contact you know students who have finished the course or students who are in their fourth, third year as well for help. So there's a lot of help available for the course. Oh, good. Just another question. How big is the cohort? Like, is it a big course? Oh, it's like the smallest one. I've, I've yet to find a smaller course than ours. We only have about 80 students. What? And to put that into perspective, there's about 700, 700 students in um, like science and such. So 80 students is quite small, I think. Okay, I'm just going to weigh in. So I did a Bachelor of Commerce a few years ago. There was 2,000, I believe. I'm probably making that up, but it was like a thousand in one course. So I could not get to know everyone. It was like almost impossible. But in some ways, do you think having a small course is good? Yeah, because you get to know everyone. You get to find out everyone's name and you get to become friends with everyone in the first semester even. It's so small. That's so true. And that's actually another thing to consider if like you're thinking about like what uni or what course you want to do. Sometimes you might think, I want a community feel or I want to um, be part of like um, and get to know people, you know, much and like on a deeper connection in a smaller course other other than going to like Bachelor of Science, which is huge. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. I would agree. Let's think back to high school. And so all the content that you're learning now that you're doing now, what would you say would be your top subjects that you'd recommend someone to do for them to thrive in this course? Biology. That's realistically the only course that actually, or the only subject that actually has any kind of relevance. Even physics in year 12, um, from what I've heard, it doesn't really have much that's carried over because um, the course is very specific. So uh, the stuff you learn in physics is more broad in high school. But if you pick biology and physics, you, sh- you can't really go wrong. You'd be right if you do those ones. And I'm wondering, okay, well, that's good advice. But I'm also wondering, was a maths prerequisite, like did you have to do methods? I haven't really looked at the requirements, but I'm just wondering what your experience was. Yeah, so you've got to do English methods and then you can kind of pick between biology or physics, but you have to do one of those two. All right, that makes sense. Let's go back to the being like a small cohort. There's 80 students. Yes, I know it's totally online, but what do you think like the student life or social life is like? Well, we've had one, so far we've had one class on campus, like in one actual lecture. The student life, I've heard at Monash is really quite good, but I can't say that I've actually indulged it myself because um, we've been in lockdown the whole time. Totally. Well, I really hope for you that you can like get some of that experience because that's a really exciting part of university. And I'm hoping that the next year as well can get a bit of a taste of that too, because it's not all about studying. Like it's supposed to be about like, you know, making friendships, going to events, like all those types of things as well. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And so let's talk about how like lockdown and COVID has affected the course. So yes, all your subjects have now been online, but how does like the online learning work? Do you log on to like a Zoom? Do you watch pre-recorded lectures? How is it structured? Yeah, it's pretty similar to what you said. So we have some pre-recorded lectures. You've got some readings if, you, if you're really into the course. But most of the course is just like Zoom lectures and such. 
where the lectures will read straight off a PowerPoint, similar to high school, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the, the structure of the course. There. Okay. Now, we've alluded to this all through the chat, but I really want to talk about placement now. And this is probably one of the very only courses that has placement right in semester one, which is so exciting. Tell me how it works. How is it structured? Where did you go? What was your experience like? Like, I want to hear everything. Yeah, so... Um, I went to Wanthaki Hospital, um, which is next to Phillip Island, if you know what that is. That was a fantastic opportunity because if you go to regional hospitals or if you go to more kind of distant hospitals, you get less cases, which means that you get to have more time to kind of relax and think about what you're doing as you're going through it. Go to the more metro hospitals, you'll be flying through patients and it's hard to kind of learn anything because it's just rushed. And because it's it's a much more chill environment, you also get to have a good bond with your radiographers or people who are teaching you as well. And it was so chill. I got to have my lunch break whenever I wanted, got to walk around the hospital and, um, you know, learn about where everything is, what everyone does, you know, talk to the, doc- the doctors, the nurses, the admin team. Yeah, it's much better if you pick one of the regional hospitals for sure. That's the best. And so did you relocate closer there to kind of live or was it just like a once a week you would go to placement? Yeah, so um, got an Airbnb at uh, Kate Willemai, if you know where that is, that's um, on Phillip Island itself. Yep. Yeah, so that made the, the trip a little bit easier to get to and from the hospital. Yeah, I would, I would strongly recommend getting an Airbnb to closer to, the, to your hospital because the trip there and back can be quite long as well. Oh, absolutely. And so how long were you there? How long was the block of placement? So our very first placement was only two weeks. I mean, it doesn't sound like a long, a long time, but um, you certainly get to see all kinds of cases. You get to see Patients that are less than one years old, I saw all the way up to 94 years old. Um, people with back pain, broken fingers, jarred hands, cut open legs, bandages, and all sorts of things. My most memorable patient, one of the most memorable ones, was um, a one-year-old. And we had to try and position them for an arm x-ray, but they kept on like, you know, um... being hard, as you can <laughs> so struggling with that. But yeah, you get to see a whole kind of range of different people, different demographics of people when you're on placement so it's a really great experience to get an idea of what it's like when you're going to uh, graduate uh, from the university absolutely this is incredible and i'm wondering like do you have to do like a uni assignment based on your placement experience or something like do you have to write a reflection or do i don't know something like that yeah unfortunately monash doesn't give you placements to actually enjoy you do have to do a bit of um, writing up so we had to pick four cases that we were involved in you know imaging and we write up a case report, things like how we went about taking the image, the sort of things we communicate with the patient. Um, because some patients, you know, not all patients are going to be easy to uh, work with. Some are in a wheelchair, some are in the hospital bed, some are deaf, some speak another language, some are blind. And so the communication aspect is also quite important as well as um, just taking the image as you would with a regular patient. Um, so those are all things we have to consider in our case report. Wow. You really do get a broad mix. And so, okay, what's coming up next for your next round of placement? Do you know where you're going to go? I've picked uh, Waverley Hospital. So that's a little bit closer to home. Yep. I live in a suburb called Roville. Um, and so the distance there is much shorter. So I don't have to get any Airbnb. I'll just drive there. But um, I'm hoping that I get to have a different experience. So at least it'd be maybe a, a faster paced hospital. Um, just so I can have a more rounded experience of placement in my first year. Yeah, definitely. How long is this one for? Uh, this one's four weeks, I think. Yeah, so in November, four weeks. Awesome. Oh, that's coming up. Good luck for that. I'm sure it'll be really fun. Are there any other like opportunities or things you could do at university to gain like work experience or internship experience other than placement? I don't believe they're offered from the university, um, but you could try and uh, maybe apply for hostel 
administration positions. Obviously, you can't apply for any of the actual radiography positions if you're not qualified yet. But um, getting experience at a hospital, if you can, probably really worthwhile because it's a stepping stone to your further um, work life. Yeah, that's true. So it's like nice if you can work like casually as like hospital admin or like reception while you are studying just to get like the vibe or your foot in the door of like how the behind the scenes works, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And so how long is your degree again? So the degree is four years, but the last year you have six months of internship or replacement. Ah. So it's realistically only three and a half years, I think. Okay. And so at the end of the degree, so let's say at the end of the four years, what kind of jobs or careers are available to you? Yeah. So they're all in the, in the realm of medical imaging. So these could be, when you, when you graduate, you can work as um, a radiographer. So someone who takes x-rays sonographer those who are the ones who take your ultrasounds um, mammographer those who do um, breast scans for breast cancer there's also ct which is the whole body and there's also mri for um for your brain oh that's really cool you've got a broad you've got broad options which is nice yeah. and like do you come out of the degree with like an accreditation so like you're accredited to work in that industry or do you have to do any like further study or courses or something so there's there's an additional sonography course you should study to become a sonographer. Um, those are the ones who do the ultrasound. So that's postgraduate. With CT, MRI, and I think fluoroscopy as well, you, you can learn those on the job, I think. Um, but you might have to do extra study for MRI. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is this is this something that you're interested in? Like, would you consider the postgrad sonography course? Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to um, when I graduate. But um, I don't believe you can start the course for sonography straight after you finish the bachelor. I think you could actually have a couple of years experience in, in the workforce um, beforehand. Okay, and that makes sense. I want to ask you, is there anything that you think else that we should cover or talk about as part of your course or like a uni or anything? Maybe in terms of uh, school, mm-hmm. just relating to back to school, mm-hmm. you know, things that I wish I knew in year 12. The ATAR is not everything. I want to reemphasize that it's not everything. And I think I, I took year 12 quite chill. I didn't really study all that much for it. I just kind of did all the work, but, you know, not too much. And, and get, get a job, um, that's a good point as well. Get some experience in the workforce before you actually apply for any uni course. And do your research and figure out what you want to do and put in the effort to actually figure out what it's like to work in different fields um, before you actually apply for a course. Love it. Yeah, great. Cool. Um, I'm just going to ask the question so I can edit it and put that in front of your answer that you just said. So I'm just going to say, all right, so Jackson, what's something that you wish you knew when you were in year 11 and year 12? So don't stress about answering because I know you just did. But that concludes our chat today and I've absolutely loved it. Like you've covered so much. I've learned about radiography and I've learned about medical imaging. Thank you. Yeah. Um, if you've got any like friends that wanted to know more, just send them my way through Messenger or whatever, and I can respond to the messages if you like. That would be great. Thank you so much. If you like this episode of The Student Space, you can find us on Instagram at the.studentspace, and it's just The Student Space on Facebook and LinkedIn. Also, if you have any requests for podcast episodes in the future, do reach out to us on Instagram DM, and I'll make that happen. If you'd like to support us further, follow us on Spotify or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Alternatively, I would love for you to leave a review. Thanks, everyone. Bye.